Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the EPL Boys Podcast, your home to everything English Premier League, soccer, and more. My name is Matt, as always, joined by my best friend through the internet, JD. JD, stop the count. It's over. It's done. Here on the East Coast, it is 6.04. The transfer deadline window is over. I'm pretty sure Fabrizio Romano is about to pass out. I don't understand how that man stands at this point of the season, Um, but yeah. JD, we have made it to the end. We have written down, I think, about 30-something transfers we're going to talk about before we talk about these games. But JD, we have survived another work week. We have survived some midweek games. How are we feeling? I am feeling very good, especially after uh, a certain midweek game. Um, but yeah, no, the, the this transfer deadline day has been crazy. And actually, I'm pretty sure clubs get some kind of grace period, like, I think it's like an extra hour to yeah. if they're in the process yeah. of a deal, they can finish it up in in the yeah. next hour. So we might actually get yeah. some more updates. I know uh, Romano just tweeted a minute ago. Leeds are set to sign somebody I've never heard of uh, from FC Zurich, but <laughs> Willie uh, Nanto with the silent G in the front. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck me. But um, yeah, I think they get oh like an hour of like yeah. extra kind of if they're already working on something. So. We might we might get a breaking a breaking news yeah. thing because some 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 deals are not confirmed. So give or take our episodes. If you are a consistent listener, our episodes are around an hour. So we're hoping we're gonna conge- honestly. This is what we're doing. We're gonna talk about the ones we know, and as we're talking about the games later in the episode, we're just gonna keep refreshing Fabrizio Romano's Twitter, and we're just going to go from that. So yeah, if if we miss something tonight. We apologize. Like when you're listening to this tomorrow, and we're ta- we, we miss your favorite team signing someone at 7:07 Eastern Standard Time tonight. We apologize. I am sorry from the bottom of my heart. But goddamn, silly season is about to come to a screeching halt. JD, we have survived another crazy, crazy summer transfer window. Um, a lot of teams, a lot of fucking teams doing a lot of fucking movement. I'll tell you that. Uh uh, surprising, surprising move. Like surprising teams making a lot of moves. I mean, Fulham, Nottingham Forest just dove headfirst into hell. We're back. We're gonna do everything in our power to stay up. Uh, certain teams being awkwardly quiet, but I mean, hey, you know what? It's all gonna come out in the end. Uh, probably in a week or so. Maybe if we have some downtime, we might do just a strict grading system on how teams did during the transfer window. Yeah, fuck it. We might bring on a guest. But, JD, let's start at the top. Let's start off with a very big one that broke today. I mean, honestly, I heard nothing about this until the last hour or so. We're talking Liverpool. We're talking Arthur Juventus on his way to Liverpool on loan with a 37.5 million euro option to buy at the end of the season. JD, we just discussed it. Young midfielder. Has the option, has the ability to be very, very good. Arthur is very well known and has moved from big club to big club. I, I want to ask you. I want to rate this move for you, the Liverpool fan. How are we feeling? 
Well, um, I I was I woke up to reports that we were gonna sign Arthur. Um, I it was out of nowhere. Now that being said, we really needed a midfielder, so I am ecstatic that we signed anybody. I really am. It's it's a loan. It's a four and a half million euro loan fee, which I honestly for for that this kind of deal that makes sense. Where he he is a good player. He just is not. He has not lived up to his price tags in the past with Barcelona and now Juventus. I it's I think it's a no brainer from Liverpool. You get him for four and a half mil uh, because you need you need that depth uh, with all the injuries right now and later in the season. And uh, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Like look at the uh, Ozan Kabak loan deal from two seasons ago. I thought we were going to sign him permanently. He it didn't really work out, and that was a really cheap option just to try out. And he went back to Schalke. Like I, I don't know. This this could be this could be really good, or it could be whatever, and with pretty much no risk to Liverpool, um, because I think we're we're I think we're gonna get Jude Bellingham next summer. So either way, I, I and with the with the I. 37 and a half million euros seems like a lot at first for a guy like Arthur who he's not young like you said he's 26. I mean that's not old but it's not young. I please don't tell me that 26 is old because my it's, back hurt you saying that sentence out loud. Okay Matt, well you would be, you know, reaching starting to reach the end of your prime. I just want to just throw this into the world that me and Casemiro are the exact same age. What the hell have I done with my life? Isn't Casimiro like 30? He's 30. So am I. You're 30? For fuck's sake. Why did I not think... Why did I think you were 29? Oh my god. Wait, when was your birthday? Did I miss your birthday? No. We talked about it. It was in July. Did we? Oh, okay. Did I say happy birthday? Yes, you said happy birthday. Good. I don't don't remember. (laughs) Don't feel bad. You said happy birthday. That was a long time ago. You're good. Don't you worry. I I all forgive right. I forgive all those who didn't wish me happy. Damn, birthday. you're thirty. Holy shit. Yeah, you are the same age as Casemiro. Yeah. How do you think that makes me feel? Well, he's a hell of a lot more accomplished than you. He has a lot more trophies in football. He has a lot more money. Yeah. And he currently plays for your favorite team. Favor- so. Favorite's a stretch. Favorite is. A- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what would you What um, would you call it? <laughs> they are a top five team in my eyes. Um, so yeah, I'll, the Arthur deal. I think it's very, very good. And like you said, when you have the option of a loan with a like a loan with an option to buy, literally all of the cards are in Liverpool's table. If this guy balls, you get him on a fixed deal. You're like you don't have to worry about a price influx. Yep. You don't have to worry about yep. it. deal already confirmed. If it doesn't work out, bye. See you later. Have a great day. Yeah, hello, so, hello, Jude Bellingham. Hello, Jude. Yeah, because on honestly, that that seems like already like there are no rumors of it, but that already seems like 100%. oh it's, no, it's gonna be it's 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 a lot of the rumors are it's literally gonna be confirmed January first. Like that, they're just gonna they're gonna confirm January, it January first. January. On lo- Wait, yeah. oh, loan with option to loan, buy. Loan. No, no, no. They're gonna confirm the the Jude Bellingham deal January first, like first hour. It'll be confirmed coming to Liverpool June first. Just be on loan for the rest of the season. Uh, you said you said uh, you you said January. I'm sitting here like, wait, what? No, no, no I'm saying like on January first. Oh, oh, is is he a free agent? Is that? No, 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 no. No, no, no. What, what, hear me out. 
On January 1st, Liverpool is going to announce the signing of Jude Bellingham joining in June because he's going to stay on loan at Dortmund for the rest of the season. That's that's like a lot of the reports that are, are like basically saying like it will be confirmed that he will join next summer on January 1st. And they're ev- just and everyone is happy. Um all right, yeah. So, uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh we're going to talk again so, JD and I are going to talk about the small ones for a brief second. We're not going to, like, go big, big. We'll talk more about the big ones as they, like, come along. Uh, Andre Gomes from Everton to Lille. Uh, uh, no information on if this is a loan or if this is a full-out buy. It's a loan. It's oh, a loan. it's a loan? Okay, it's a yeah. loan. So, oh, wait, wait, wait. Is it? I, 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 saw it last, I saw it last second. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think it's a loan. I, 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 he yeah, loan deal, loan, deal, loan deal. Loan deal from Everton. All right, loan deal. There you go. So uh, Andre Gomes from Everton to Lille, loan. So we'll see what happens there. By the time he comes back, Everton might not be in the Premier League. Uh, <laughs> Maitland Niles uh, from Arsenal on his way to Southampton, a loan with a buy option. I don't know if there's an actual... Um, uh, an amount yet, but I know that the buy option is there uh, as discussed. Uh, JD, uh, Maitland Niles really never got his feet on the ground, did a, l- did a little time in Rome. Uh, I, never got his chance, honestly. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Well, I mean, with Southampton, he'll probably get the opportunity to oh, play. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good pickup from Southampton. I, I, I'm i curious what the buy option is. Um, I, I it's, it, it can't be It can't be more than like 20 mil. Um, I wouldn't imagine, because yeah. he was he was on loan with uh, Newcastle. Was that two seasons ago? I think, um, and he played pretty well. But he he just hasn't really gotten his chance at Arsenal. So this is good for him. Um, I I assume if he does anything good with Southampton, they'll buy him. Yeah. Um, that that makes it makes sense. I think from Southampton to get to get a player like that. Can't beat it. Um, Den Don- So this actually one is actually that one that caught me off guard. Den Donker. Going to Wolves to Aston Villa for 17 million euros. Uh, I'll that's be, a lot. That, that's that, a lot, honestly. That is a lot. And the other thing that surprises me is, I mean, Den Donker seems to be such a big character for that Wolves side. Now, yes, he doesn't start as often. He's more of an off-the-bench utility guy, a guy who can both play in the midfield and on the back line. But, I mean, that's a good move for Aston Villa overall, but 17 mil, 70 million euros is... That's a lot of money. I'm I'm not. That's a lot of money for a guy who's not guaranteed to be a consistent starter. Uh, I I don't know, GD. Uh, is this move like worth discussing, or is this just kind of like? Eh, I think Aston Villa overpaid. I think. I don't know. Aston Villa may maybe overpaid, but I he he could ball out for them. Uh, he is a good player, so I I don't know. It, it remains to be seen. We got a whole season ahead of us. Uh, another one that absolutely shocked me. Like this is like one where I saw it hap- like saw it go across confirmed, and it just confused me in every way, shape, or form. JD Willian is back in the Premier League. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Like, <laughs> coming from Brazilian side Corinthians, now at Fulham for on a free. This is a free transfer. <laughs> this is a free transfer. JD. Do you think he just misses London? Like, is this like, is this just like, hey, I I only want to go to two places in my entire life. One is in Brazil and the other one is London because my guys. I mean, never th- been... I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue. London's a really fun place to get fucked up in. 
Yeah, because that's why William is going back to London. Honestly, honestly, what does he have to lose? He's probably get he's probably getting a decent bag from Fulham on a free. God, God, he, a player like that still gets a good bag, like. Well, yeah, on a free, yeah. What I, and by a good bag, I mean he's probably getting uh, not in excess of a hundred thousand, like well, probably not what, over a well, hundred thousand. But and, well, that's what I think a good bag is. Like, is, are they really paying him a hundred k plus a week? Like, no, I'm, I'm saying it's it's a hundred k or a little less than that. Right. Even even eighty k for for William right now, that's a good bag. Yeah. So, yeah, I. I saw that come across my timeline and I laughed a little bit because I'm just like, this guy was invisible in his final years at Arsenal. Like, what do Fulham see that we all don't? Like, he went to uh, Brazil. He's really good at taking corners. Yeah, but he went <laughs> uh, He went to Brazil to retire and Fulham was like, nah, you ain't retired yet, fam. Like, that's literally what they did. They're just... William was going to walk off into the sunset and Fulham turned off the light. They're like, nah, you coming back. So, uh, another one that actually caught me a little off guard, but I actually think this is overall a good move. Um, Adrissia Gay, PSG to Everton for 11 million euros. I don't know why I like this move. I think this is something like, that's not a large sum of money, but you're getting a guy who does have quality. So, because honestly... Uh, Gay, from what I remember, has played good minutes for PSG over the years. So you're getting a guy who has the reps in, and now you're getting him on an Everton side where he's probably going to walk right into that starting lineup. Yeah, <laughs> a sack of potatoes would walk right into that starting lineup. But um, yeah, no, this is a good deal. Uh, they they are getting a pretty decent player in Idrissa Gay. Um, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see if there will be any issues with his viewpoints on certain things in the league. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look it up. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. He's a good player. Yeah. So, I, 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 again, I, I think this is an interesting move, and this is definitely something that I think is a win. Like, if I had to rate this, this is easily a B-plus, A-minus signing for uh, Everton, and they could use a few of these seeing where they are on the table um next one um Carranza uh someone who plays for PSG is on his way to Fulham on a loan I really don't want to talk about this looking into this guy's stats not the biggest groundbreaker but I mean another player going to Fulham JD you, you said Carranza, and I was just, I, I, for a split second, I was like, how did I miss that one? The, you know, Julian Carranza from the Philadelphia Union. But, um, would, would not have surprised me, though, if, if, uh, if a Premier League club wanted Julian Carranza, because, you know, he is, uh, one of the best strikers in the fucking MLS. So, your team has strikers? Yeah, we got two of them my, that are in double digits for goals. My and a, an attacking midfielder that is at a seventeen goals. Yeah, I have one middle-aged Scottish midfielder who's literally carrying my MLS team, but we'll have time for that later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, overall, again, it's a loan. Not a, uh, not sure about a buy option, but anytime a player from PSG can go to Fulham, I feel like. That has to be some form of a win for Fulham. You're getting some guy who has the ability to perform. Sure, let's see. Um, we were talking about Den Donker before, but Willie Bali from Wolves on his way to Forest, a permanent deal for 7 million euros. JD, is this more Wolves are just trying to get rid of everyone and start clean and fresh? Or is this just 
Forest don't know what to do besides buy Premier League players to save themselves in the Premier League? Yeah, Nottingham Forest are going crazy with their signings. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, Willie Bolly was a really good center back. Um, I, I'm curious why Wolves let both Connor Cody and Willie Bolly go. And summer. and think about it. And then that's cra- that's that's like, crazy to me. One of them okay, but especially Connor Cody. But that's we've already talked about that. Uh, now getting rid of Connor or, or getting rid of Willie Bolly, I'm I'm just surprised. I don't know. I feel like that's that's a lot. I mean, they have Max Kilman, who's pretty good, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Willie Bolly, I always liked him, but the thing is, he I I, I don't feel like he's played consistently over the last like, two seasons. Where I, I I don't think it's a huge it's not a huge loss for Wolves and getting like seven mil. I mean, they did just ball out on on one uh, on uh, Nunes from somewhere in Portugal. Yeah, uh, from Sporting. Uh, from Sporting. From Sporting. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I don't know which team. I know he was from Portugal. S- safe clearly, bet. But... Safe bet. Safe bet. Yeah. Just say one of three teams, and you have a thirty-three percent chance of being right. Like yeah, what Sporting, Benfica, or Porto? Like... Yep. Yep. Just uh, just say it with your heart. Puff your chest out and just say one of those three teams, and there's a 33% chance you're right. So what's a, what's another big team in Portugal? Like those are the three big ones, right? Though that other... I, I I don't there's have like Paul... I there... I physically do not have enough time in my life to go through the hierarchy that is the Portuguese league strictly on the backing of like I, I I'm gonna do my best to say this out loud like. At the beginning of every season, it's like everyone kind of just kind of gets all together. Everyone kind of bubbles up. And then the second the middle of the season kicks on, it's literally Benfica and Porto and then Sporting 10 points behind them. And then everyone is 15 to 30 points behind Sporting. It's... Sounds about right. Yeah, like... I always get the team names mixed up with, like, Brazilian teams. Yeah, but you know what's the best part? never going to be a farmer's league because one team never runs away with it. Like one year it's Porto. The other year it's well, that's, that, that's like, because and whoever wins just sells all their players. And then, and then it just flips like best. Like if, ben, if Benfica win, they sell their best players. And then the next year Porto wins and then they sell their best players. And then the next year sport, like also give credit to some Benfica love here because Benfica have made more money in the last 10 years than any other team in world football. My guys, they have made almost a billion dollars in transfer profit. That is fucking ludicrous. A billion. And, st- and, they, and they get slapped 5-0 anytime Liverpool plays them in the Champions League. Okay, that's fine. Okay, know your limits. You're gonna They're going to get out of their group. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Benfica, Sporting, or Porto are going to always get out of their group. They're always going to be competitive, semi-competitive in that first round. But if they ever make it to the second, that's it. It's over. Okay, you make it to the se- you make it to the second round of Champions League. They throw you a parade in Portugal. Look at you go. You guys are the real MVPs. Okay, back to the topic at hand. Um, this is a free agent signing that might happen. So there's rumors around multiple multiple sources say that this deal might be in the works, but because it's a free agent, we're not sure. It, it might not get announced today. It could happen whenever because you can sign free agents past the transfer window. Marcelo, the Brazilian legend, might be going to Leicester City. Apparently that. No, 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 no. I, I, I think, I think Fab uh, said that's not happening. Oh, uh, he axed it earlier oh. today. I think he, I think I saw that. I saw something no. saying Marcel was not joining a Premier League club. 
I'll, I'll confirm yeah. that. Oh, while, I, you're, while you're looking up that, I want to say something out loud. Marcelo's a baller, and he'll sell you tickets. He, pe- people will buy a Marcelo jersey. I am shocked this guy has not found a home yet. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it was a, it was an update. Marcelo will not join Leicester. Deadline days. Wildest rumor is not happening, according to BBC. Right. And that was that was seven hours ago. So if it hasn't happened yet, I don't think it's happening. All right, well, I took a shot in the dark and I failed. Um, all right, next one. James Gardner, uh, Manchester United, going from Manchester United to Everton, 15 million euros with an option to buy back. Uh, that is undisclosed at this current moment in time. But I was, I was very upset when this deal happened. Like, I was upset when the rumors were happening. I was upset when it sounded like the deal was going to go through. And now that the deal is done, I got super fucking upset. I'm talking like James Gardner was one of the best midfielders in the championship last year. And honestly... Matt, I, I don't know why you're mad. United are back. They don't need him. Shut the fuck up, JD. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, JD. JD torments me i'm not allowed to be happy when man united does good things because then jd drops the man united are back and then immediately it's just like oh good i have to remember that that's looming over my skull it's it's the same with the red bulls i i I like never use twitter but if i see if i see you happy on twitter i have to bring you down (laughs) god damn it guaranteed like death taxes jd commenting on my tweets like guaranteed without a doubt um but yeah, so James Gardner to from Manchester United to Everton, 15 mil. This is a phenomenal deal for Everton as long as that buyback clause is like good. If the buyback clause is like 22 million, Everton, you're fucking idiots. Because Man United easily, like for Man United, this is a win. The reason being is if that buyback clause is low enough, you're going to let him play in the Premier League for three or four seasons, give or take. Casemiro's contract expires in four or five years. Casemiro goes off into the sunset. You bring back James Gardner. I don't know, JD. Am I optimistic to thinking that this actually might work well for Man United? I mean, yeah, it could. You're just gonna you, if James Gardner balls for Everton, you're gonna you're gonna pay a well. I don't I don't know what the buyback well, but, clause would be, but and it, it probably expires after a year or two. Well, so. we're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to see. All right, next one, uh, Dennis Zachariah. Um, bigger move to go on during the day. Uh, from Juventus to Chelsea, it's a loan deal with a 30 million euro option to buy. JD, how are we thinking? Chelsea have not looked good. We're going to talk about that in the next few moments. Chelsea have not looked good. I mean, across the board. Is this a signing that kind of bumps them back into the right direction? I mean, it's not a bad signing. 30 mil. Zakari is good. He, like Arthur, wasn't probably wasn't the best fit at Juventus. Um, so it could be a good deal, uh, all said and done. Who knows? Again, it's a loan with an option to buy. So just like with the Arthur deal, like this this is a no-brainer for Chelsea, I, I would honestly say. Um I think Chelsea are missing a striker, and I don't know if it's coming up next, but we'll get to the striker they just fucking signed. Oh, uh, because they yeah. did sign a striker. So I was, if they didn't sign this specific striker, I would have said they really need to be looking for a striker rather than a midfielder like Zakaria. But to get both, uh, 
I <laughs> Zakaria as a midfielder is a good midfielder, so that's good business. Um, do you want to? Do, should we read this into their striker signing? This tickled me pink. I'm, I yeah, I was I was dying. This, when I saw this was confirmed. This tickled me pink. Pierre Emerick Obama Yang. Obama who? Obama what? Obama blockage or whatever. I don't know what that ever true. I hope they I I hope they paid him so much money because it's an underperform. Oh my god. Pierre Emerick Obama Yang from Barcelona. Bro, Arsenal is still paying out his contract at this point. Like I <laughs> And and now he's back in the Premier League. My like, man is getting like, my man is back in the Premier League, getting paid by two London clubs right now. Two separate London clubs are paying. That's not confirmed, by the way. I'm just, oh. I'm just making a joke. Like I'm just assuming. No, Arsenal's he's owed. Still he's paying owed. Him. No, hundred percent, hundred percent guaranteed that Arsenal have some. Fo- oh well, who knows? Maybe that was terminated because he's going back to the Premier League. But here nor there, well. Pierre Emerick Aubameyang to Barcelona. 14 million euros. He's on his way to Chelsea. Um, yeah. Uh, my guy has a tattoo of the Emirates on his arm, and he is going to be playing <laughs> in London Blue. This is hysterical. Like, absolutely hysterical. You chased away Chelsea. Chelsea, let's get into it. Everyone makes fun of Man United for making bad transfers. I'm here cracking my knuckles. Chelsea pushed away Romelu Lukaku, Timo Werner, and don't play Christian Pulisic because Thomas Tuchel hates Americans. I'm still I'm still on that conspiracy theory. And you brought in a guy who kind of was good for Arsenal for like a year or two? I'm... No, he was really good for like a year or two and then he was absolutely dog shit. Yeah, and afterwards. he yes, yes, and he left when he was dog shit. And then he went to Barcelona where he didn't do that great and was immediately replaced by the world's best striker. And now he's not playing anymore. And somehow, some way, like, there are no winners in this trade. Let me be very, very clear. And we're gonna talk about the back end of that trade too, because there's another part of this transfer, like that we're gonna talk about. Yeah, I'm. 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 So, there are no winners. No one wins in this. Arsenal don't win because they just don't. No, we we, we Ch- win because Ch- we're oh, not fans of oh, other teams. Oh, you know what? JD flipped we it. Win. Yeah. Now JD spinzoed it really well. Real winner: the fans who are not a part of any part of this transfer. Chelsea, you lost. You're bringing in a guy who has proven he's not good enough to be in the Premier League anymore. Barcelona lost because you paid this guy so much money. And then you're letting him go for almost nothing. And then in return, Arsenal are going to lose because memes. This is just strictly going to be a meme. And I I almost want to put my paycheck that Obama Yang will score in love. Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah. I would say, God forbid he scores against Arsenal. Oh, oh my at, God. At the Emirates? Oh, my God. You can't contain the content. The content would flood. AFTV, if, if that game ends 1-0 I want, from an Obama Yang goal, oh, my God. AFTV... Someone's gonna die. No, I just like, want. I want someone. Someone. Someone's veins are gonna pop out of their fucking forehead. Like, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I want a 24-hour cam on troops. Just troops. That's all I want. Uh, tro- well, troops is an American. He's a fucking sellout. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I. I'm. I'm sorry. I want a 24-hour camera on troops. The 12 hours before the game and the 12 hours after the game. God that would, forbid. That would, that, that would involve watching barstool related media, so I uh, I'll take the bullet and I'll, I'll 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 do that. But the back end of that deal, JD, is that, um, well, 
I don't think he's going to drive his way to Barcelona, but uh, yeah, uh, Marcus Alonso <laughs> to Chelsea. God, he's the I other. Knew you were say that. He is. He is the other part of this deal. He is. You know. I, I don't know. Barcelona. They do shady shit. This sounds shady. I don't know. I I mean, he wasn't getting any playing time under Thomas Tuchel anymore. And it's salary off the, you know, I guess it's salary off the books. JD, I mean, is this, this is just irrelevant, right? Yeah, I think Marcus Alonso, it, it's been too long since he's killed. So um, I, I think he, he just has that lust for blood. So he wants to go back to the country that'll let him get away with it. Um so, yeah, it makes sense, uh, honestly, from his perspective, from Barcelona's perspective. They're getting a, a player with a real killer instinct. Um, he's like he's like Dexter. He just has this – he needs to kill somebody. And it's been like 10 or 12 years now, and, and he just wants to get away with it. So he's going back to Spain. Let's get to another Nottingham Forest <laughs> signing as Michi Bacuayi from Chelsea to – uh, Nottingham Forest, uh, the disclosure... Is he really coming from Chelsea? <laughs> like... uh, I, I, he's coming from whoever they loaned him to last. Like, that's that's really it. And honestly... Like he's not really coming from Chelsea. Like... And, and the issue is, is I'm not sure if there this is a loan. I haven't really read into this. This is kind of just popping up in the last few minutes. I, I'm not sure if this is a loan. I'm not sure if this is a buyout. But free my boy Mitchie. Like, I hate that Chelsea just buy players, put them on a five or six year contract and then just loan the player out six times and then sell them. Like, I, that is one of the most irritating things about Chelsea for me is it's just, they're just complete disregard for ruining players' careers because either you work or they just loan you out five times and let you go. Like, that I is... I, I don't know. I think I think it also, it's mostly Chelsea, but on the other hand, like, players have to somewhat expect that that's what's gonna happen yeah i wouldn't this like is, when they yeah. sign that five or six year deal they have to expect it's like okay i'm yeah. not getting into the team anytime soon okay i'm probably gonna go on like three or four loans like they have to understand when they sign that deal they're probably yeah like i but i don't know i think i think it's slightly it's like 80 20 so it's partly on the player's fault but mostly on chelsea being shitheads so let me put this into i guess like uh, uh an exhibit a or exhibit b what would you rather sign a five-year contract with a middle to lower table club knowing you're going to be at that club for those five years you're a consistent starter you're not going to have to worry about your spot in the club or do you sign for one of the best clubs in europe but you fear you don't know if you're ever going to actually play a minute for that club you sign for the mid-table club because if you if you are as good as you think you are the bigger clubs will notice that and will maybe be interested in purchasing you, you know, at that point where you would be good enough to play for that club. I don't know. It's all it's all circumstance, um, money. It's all it's 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 about the money. You know, it's 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 everything. Everything is subjective to the individual deal. But I don't know. I I would say that I would go with the mid table. Also, depending on age, obviously. If like you're really young, I'd say. If you're not, if you know you're not going to start for that big club, go to the mid-table club. If you are as good as you think you are, clubs, scouting departments will notice that. So I, I don't know. 
Let's, it depends. Yeah. Let's run through a couple quick ones really quickly. Uh, Benderek, uh, from Southampton to Aston Villa. We're not sure about the amount yet, but uh, cool. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. That's that's such a that's such a vanilla transfer. Yeah, like, that what, that like, that cool. is. <laughs> if that transfer had a color, it'd be beige. Um, Vinicius, not Junior. Vinicius from Benfica going to Fulham for 4.25 million euros. Um, I'm upset as a Benfica fan because this guy does contribute um, well, sometimes as a starter, but most of the times off the bench. Uh, kind of upset. Like, 4.25 is not a lot of money, but, I mean, J- JD, anything? I, I'm surprised he didn't go to Marine FC. Um, that <laughs> You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't he didn't sign there, but um yeah I don't know Carlos Vinicius kind of fucking sucks, but whatever <laughs> I don't right. care. Thaddeus Chong from Manchester United to Birmingham permanent move. You mean Tahith Chong? Tahith Chong, my apologies, I am so sorry. He uh, played for your team. Wait, did he? What? But did he really play? That this is a prime example. How, no, do, you, how no, do you is, get Thaddeus from that? I'm sorry. Okay, I'm looking, I am looking at a very long list of names. My apologies that this is the first one I didn't do well on. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, going from Manchester United to Birmingham, permanent move. He's lo- I think I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's loaned there in the past. Um, I just don't think this guy cool. ever really broke out. I just he he's he was always with us on preseason tours and just never, it never happened. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, because Cheech, Cheech wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, a a <laughs> couple a couple uh, moves in the mix right now. Dan James uh, from Leeds to Fulham. Apparently, he has a medical medical scheduled. While we were talking about this, uh, like while we were on the podcast. So by the time our episode is over, most likely that deal is done. Uh, pretty shocked. Uh, JD and I actually talked about this before the pod. Um, Dan James, we thought, was definitely a Jesse Marsh guy. Uh, clearly, JD, we were wrong. Yeah, apparently. I I thought he would have done well um, staying at Leeds. He, he would have been a good depth option. Or start... I mean, with Brandon Aronson coming in, but like Jack Harrison, I think Dan James and Jack Harrison are interchangeable. And now that Rodrigo is apparently the starting striker and having Patrick Bamford off the bench, like that's that's just good depth if you keep Dan James. So I don't yeah. I don't know why they did that, but who knows? I feel bad. I love me some Dan James. Loved him at United. I just love me some Dan James. Um, another one. Um, apparently that is in the mix. A medical is going to happen. Billy Gilmore. Um, he is going to be on his way to Brighton. Uh, JD, uh, thoughts about the young, you know, the young Billy Gilmore. What are we thinking? Cool. I, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, guys, I, I, we, we I'm, I'm looking through, I'm still scrolling. I'm keeping an eye. Oh, JD, let's, Ooh. let's talk, let, let's talk hold about. Hold on, just, hold on, just now, just now, Nottingham Forest update, Serge Aurier. No way. Will be announced soon. Jesus. REA and Bade deals. I, I'm assuming that's Serge REA. Oh, oh my. Wait, wait, wait. Michi Bashwai deal collapsed as documents were not sent in time. Oh my God. We had another fax. Like we had another fax, uh, fax machine <laughs> breakdown. Oh God. Oh God. Yo, oh my God. What? 
What? Pray for my boy. <laughs> so Nottingham, Nottingham uh, Forest are only signing 99 players instead of 100 this this pray, transfer pray, fucking window. Pray for my boy Michi Bachuai. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm But like, Serge Aurier. If they get Serge Aurier. Oh, my why God. Why would they do that? They literally just got Nico Williams for, a, for fucking like 18 mil. Pray, pray for my boy, man. Pray for my boy. Um... All right, and then I guess one last transfer. Again, we're going to keep talking uh, talking about them as we're going through if new updates do happen. But uh, Manuel, J.D., am I, I'm going to mispronounce his last name. Akanaji from uh, Dortmund. Akanji? Yes. Akan- Akanji. Akanji. Are you kidding me? Whatever, whatever. Akanji. <laughs> oh, hi. Welcome to Matt misspelling names. This is, this is like, this is a master's class at this point. Um... From Dortmund over to Manchester City, 20 million JD. He joins probably the most stacked defensive center backing group in Europe. I mean, they have like six guys now who could just start. And is Pep collecting them like Pokemon cards? Yeah, I mean, I I actually really like Akanji. Um, I liked him at Dortmund. Uh, this is a very astute pickup, I, in my opinion. I think he's like, I think he's like, if if City had gotten Nathan Ake for for not forty million pounds, I think that would have been a great deal. But um, this is more like what I would have expected that that Ake deal to be. So like Akanji is a good player, and I think he's gonna be great for depth at City, especially with their center back injury, you know, problems they've had. Um, so I'm I'm okay with the signing. I for for City this is like a good piece of business for once. Um, usually they just overpay because they can, but yeah, I don't know. This is good. All right, that is it. At least up to this point, like JD and I said, if something comes up on the episode, we're going to continue to refresh social media, see if anything pops up. But like we said, we do apologize if for some odd reason something pops up we don't see it we end the episode and you guys are talking about it tomorrow going like hey why didn't jd and matt talk about it well life happens uh jd let's get into some mid-week games we had a few surprising results and we had a few shockers crystal palace won brentford won an absolute world-class goal from wilford zaha but though canceled out by an 88th minute equalizer by wisa jd it was even. This was an even match game, but I really, really thought Patrick Vieira's boys did just enough. But hey, this Brentford side will not go away. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty even game. I agree. Um, I was really hoping Brentford would win because I had a parlay with them winning. But um, that's what happens when you bet on soccer. Doesn't usually work out. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Just a friendly heads up for those who do listen because I know there are people who do listen. Don't hit me up if you want betting advice. I will tell you across the board, this is the worst sport to bet on. Like, bet on cricket. I don't know anything if, about if, cricket, but if, bet on cricket. If you have if you have listened to this podcast since the beginning, I used to do a fucking betting segment. Um, I was losing way too... I was only making like $5 bets, and I was I was losing a lot of fucking money. So I we had to stop that. I had it all... I, if you, if you, you old heads, if you remember... Like, the first 50 episodes, I had a whole intro. It was Save That Money by fucking Lil Dicky. It was it was a great intro. It was the Fetty Watt part from the intro. I, I did that, and I had... It, it was awesome. I did all my bets and stuff. I need... I had to stop doing that. We, ha- we haven't done that in, like, 100 episodes. Um, maybe... Maybe I'll bring that back, you know, one day. Just for, like, a, a special treat. But, yeah. I can't do that regularly. 
way too much money. Yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> this back to this game. It, uh, there's not much else to say. Like a great goal by Zaha. Uh, Johan Wissa just very much taking advantage of uh, the poor defending by Palace to equalize in the 88th minute. Uh, fair draw. Yeah, I, I, I'm, of course, happy about the result. I'm the only one of the group who picked the draw, but hey, I will take it. Uh, next game, Fulham 2, Brighton 1. One of the first big upsets of the weekend. Uh, yes, Fulham have been well, but Brighton were near immaculate going into this game. But a Mitrovic goal, a Lewis Dunk own goal would see Fulham get two goals over Mac Allister, the most Irish of the Argentines, scoring a penalty in the 60th minute. JD, this game had a little bit of everything, had a little bit of cause, a little bit of concern. But at the end of the day, this was a massive victory for Fulham. And I mean, they played as perfect as you can against Graham Potter's Brighton side. Yeah, I mean, the biggest surprise for me is that Alexander Mitrovic didn't foul his defender when he scored. Because um, that's that's generally how he scores. Uh, He's fouling somebody in the process. JD stays, um, JD stays up late at night with nightmares of Mitrovic, like, hurting center backs for headers. No, it's not even that. Like, it's it's just he, he just generally uh, fouls the other player when he scores. Um, this time he didn't, so I'll give him credit. He scored a legitimate goal um, that wouldn't have been chalked off, uh, you know, from anyone else. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Lewis Dunk own goal. Um, yeah, Alexis McCow- McAllister, the greatest Argentinian to ever play. The greatest um, Irish Argentine of all time. Yeah, the greatest <laughs> Irish Argentinian. Um, <laughs> what a weird fucking combination. Oh. Uh, gonna- yeah, other than that, I, I think the game was pretty even. Um, it took an own goal to split it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Fulham, Fulham have started the season well, as have Brighton. I, I Maybe it's a little hard on Brighton to lose this game, but it is what it is. Yeah, I, I'll be I'll be honest. This, this, this game showed a lot of character for Fulham because Brighton owned a great chunk of the ball. They had wonderful opportunities. It takes a lot for a team to, to get... A, a, a lead and hold on to it in the Premier League. It takes a lot of character because it takes it takes understanding and maturity. And honestly, really good on this Fulham side. You have existing Premier League players on this team. Results like this will keep you in the Premier League. Results like this will keep you out of the relegation battle. But we're going to talk more about that as the season goes on. Next game, JD. A really, really big shocker. Southampton played Manchester United very well in the previous week and were really, in my opinion, hard done to walk away with no points. Southampton did not let that be the issue this time. Southampton 2, Chelsea 1. And one of the biggest upsets of the entire Premier League week, JD Southampton stole, I mean stole, three points from the blue side of London. JD, this was no fluke. This was no fluke whatsoever. Southampton were the better team through and through in this game jd chelsea have a problem don't they yeah they've had a problem all season they don't have a striker and signing obomiang is not going to fix that um you can't you can't rely on raheem sterling to score all your goals he will score a bunch of goals don't get me wrong like he did in this game but you can't you can't rely on just him he's a good player but like you need to have other players that can contribute where i I, I don't know. I, I, I think this has been a problem for Chelsea for a while, and it's really starting to come back to them. I just, I don't know. 
I don't know if it's a system thing. I who knows. And also, also Reese James didn't play in this game, so I, yeah. not. I'm not saying that that's the reason they lost, but they didn't have Reese James, so that's you know that's a blow. Um, and that's coming from you know a Trent stand in myself. Um, but yeah, Southampton were the ver- very much the better team. Um, this is it's a shock any way you look at it, but at the same time, Chelsea have not started the season well, so this shit like this happens it's like it's like liverpool losing to manchester united like it's a shock like and I'm, that's not even a dig at man U. like no I, no it just I, I i'm not insulted in any way shape or form no and, and, and I, I i that sounds like i'm being sarcastic but like i no, that's not a dig at man U. I, i'm just saying i most people expect yeah. liverpool to win that game like just like most people expect chelsea to beat southampton on a given day i the and, manchester united fan of this podcast did not hold a candle like if you like hey if Man United win, a one dollar bet becomes like a hundred dollars. Uh, I still well, the odds were, the odds weren't that good. No, I'm just saying if you offered me that option, I still wouldn't have taken it because I'm like I don't want to lose a dollar. Like, <laughs> like I need that wow. dollar. Um, <laughs> wow, my guy, we were coming off of a four nothing loss to Brighton. Okay, if the if Man United went up against the Philadelphia Union that weekend, I would have held very, very big optimism about if we were going to walk away with shit. <laughs> Phil the Union probably would have slapped him 6 nothing. Uh, That's what they do. God damn it, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I want... Should we... Wait, 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 wait. Should we set... Well, no, actually... No, we're... Never mind. Yeah, Talk about this game. Yeah. Um, one topic had happened after the game. Christian Pulisic getting very little game time in this game. Again, coming off the bench in the 66th minute. Walking off the field without saluting the away fans, it has been a really big cause for concern. Apparently, massive rumors that Christian Pulisic wants out. He has begged the club for a move, but Chris, uh, Chelsea will not move the young American. JD, for us American fans going into a World Cup year, a World Cup fall, question mark, um, this isn't good. Christian Pulisic is going to probably be in one of the worst forms of his entire career going into a World Cup window. Uh, I will tooth and nail not stop saying Thomas Tuchel wants America to fail because someone is salty from something that happened in the middle of the 1900s. All right. Um, if you're calling Tuchel a Nazi, I think not, that's whoa, kind of a stretch. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Never said that word. I just said he might be upset about something that happened in the middle of okay. the 1900s. Well, I think that's a bit of a stretch. But um, actually, it's not even a bit. It's a huge stretch. But um, no, I think I think Tuchel is just an idiot, and I I don't know why he won't let Pulisic leave. Whatever. I I think Pulisic, regardless of his situ- his club situation, come the World Cup, he is going to start at the World Cup, and he's gonna ball out because he needs to. Because if he has any chance of leaving in January, he needs to ball out. If he's not playing at Chelsea, he's for sure playing for the U.S. There's no question. He will ball out at the World Cup because maybe he can actually force something in January. I don't so, know. No, that's, but here's the thing. This is something that's concerning to me. If he does ball out, then Chelsea holds all the cards. Chelsea can ask for an obnoxious amount of money knowing no one can fill it. And that means he's still stuck at Chelsea. Like... As much as I'm at my boy free Michi Bachuai, free Christian Pulisic, man. My boy doesn't want to be there. Send him to a club I, where he's going to get consistent playing time all the time. Okay? Do it for America. The, no, but, but, but Pulisic, he's probably, like, what, halfway through his contract at Chelsea now? Probably. Like, I, I don't think Chelsea can, like... I mean, I, 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 would, I would think if he balls out, I think they, they ask for, 
you know some compensation like well, the th- you know what they pay what, what do they pay for him like 60 yes yeah, like they like that. they try and get 30 30 to 40 well i i, I think i think some club, clubs play but you know what's crazy you could probably ask for more than that because you are getting the american consumer factor any team Christian Pulisic goes to, there will be a wave of just random American fans who will buy the and, shit and, out of and that. And tell jersey. me why it's and tell me why it's Leeds. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine yeah, if I, Leeds signed I, Christian Pulisic in like, January? Like you don't understand. We talked about this on the last podcast. There's rumors of other Americans going to Leeds. I, I, I if Christian Pulisic and other Americans just all flock to play with Jesse Marsh. Like, it's going to be really difficult to not want Leeds to succeed. Like, and that hurts me. <laughs> that hurts me. I am a year removed from call, like, for begging Leeds to get relegated. Like, a year ago on this podcast, I was rocking my fucking Leeds out t-shirt. Like, get Leeds out of the Premier League because it's not good. And now I'm sitting here talking about how I want Leeds in my life forever, but I don't want them to win, if that makes any sense. But speaking of Leeds... Let's move it on. Leeds won, Everton won. Uh, a Gordon, a beautiful Gordon goal, um, equalized later in the game from Leeds. Uh, JD, is the hype that was built around this Leeds side too much, too fast? Because it looks like the last two weeks they've kind of looked very hollow. Eh, I, I think it was just a bad day at the office. Uh, Anthony Gordon's an absolute cunt. Um, he's a piece of <laughs> shit. I. <laughs> No, no. See, here's the thing. That Anthony came, Gordon that, is a piece of fucking shit for no out, reason. That came, your it, your explanation came out of nowhere. I was not anticipating that response from you, even a little bit. I almost fell over in my chair. He, he's like, he's like, how can I be like Ellen DeGeneres, but a little less terrible? Because somehow he like he looks exactly like Ellen DeGeneres, but he's he's actually not as bad as her. She sucks, but um. I don't know. He one. He should have been sent off. I I I honestly think that the the English refereeing is so fucking biased. I I, ju- I have to bring it up. The Darwin Nunez red card for a headbutt. Go watch the fucking Christensen versus Anthony Gordon headbutt. It is worse. It is it is a fucking hundred times worse than what Darwin Nunez did to Joachim Anderson. Oh my god, I cannot believe that they both got yellows and not neither of them got set up. They both should have gotten red cards. I it's it's absurd. It is absolutely it's egregious at this point. But Anthony Gordon, yeah, he gets he gets really fucking lucky on a bounce back on the ball and then and then slots it through the goalkeeper's legs like cool. He's not getting his move away from Everton. Guess what? You're gonna fucking maybe get relegated this season, and you're not getting your big move then. Well, no, actually, I, I that'll know. probably make it easy. Think about it. if Everton, if he balls, no, 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 no. But, he, he balls, but he's not gonna get a big move. Yeah. He's not gonna get a big move to Chelsea yeah. if he gets relegated. Well, hold on. If he balls out and Everton still get relegated, it would actually probably be easier for a big club to come in and offer a decent amount of money, not a ton of money. But, but he's not. But he's not good. I don't know what oh. Chelsea were thinking. Well, like he's not good enough you're talking, to play. At you big are clubs. talking about the same Chelsea team that's currently right now having Pierre Emerick Obama Yang in route. Like, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Chelsea have have brain damage. I don't understand what they're doing. <laughs> like, like Chelsea, I, do you miss Roman Abramovich? It sounds like you kind of do. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, back to this game, maybe, just, 
maybe we kind of put the crown on leads a little too quickly on being this revelation because the nah, last it, it, the last it, few weeks oh gee let me say it from my point of view the last few weeks they haven't looked great they haven't looked bad but they haven't looked great like they haven't looked beating chelsea great but honestly it looks like everyone's beating chelsea so i really don't know how much of a brag this is anymore um the one big cause for concern is rodrigo going off on the injury um Oh yeah, yeah, another another piece of shit on everything's team yeah. who literally injures players on the regular and never gets never gets any any trouble. Like, I mean, you I'll go back to the Van Dyke injury and he Pickford literally dislocated Rodrigo's shoulder and we'll never see any flack for it. He's he's an absolute piece of shit cunt and should not play in a professional league. I cannot wait to talk about Liverpool versus Everton coming up this weekend uh, oh my god I, I i hope i hope honestly a fan throws a bottle of pictures face from the stands i hope it happens so we're gonna have to see what happens with leads uh rodrigo has definitely been the goal scorer for that club so we'll see what happens with leads in the upcoming weeks uh jd we have a rule on this podcast we are on sunday we have a rule we don't talk about zero zero draws borth miss zero wolves zero this game does not yeah, exist fuck today. It. yeah fuck it Arsenal 2, Aston Villa 1, JD. Arsenal left it late again, but a Martinelli 77th minute winner would see Arsenal remain perfect. JD, they didn't look phenomenal, but Arsenal once again looked cool, calm, and collected to grab their fifth win out of five games. JD, yes, maybe Arsenal haven't had the most tough schedule up to this point but going five for five jd i am nothing but impressed with this arsenal club yeah it's almost like if you just sign a bunch of guys named gabriel um it works out because last week you had gabriel gabriel the center back scoring to win this week you have gabriel jesus and gabriel martinelli scoring to win um gabriel wasn't easy power yeah, it, it it wasn't easy for Arsenal. I, I will I will say Aston Villa stayed in it, but that doesn't mean they deserved anything out of this game. Uh, Arsenal were the much better team. Oh. They just worked harder than they needed to to win. So one thing really quickly, um, I get it. You have to treat goalies like a, uh, another player on the field. Uh, that Aston Villa goal, no way in hell should have counted. Uh, I, 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 I forget who the Aston Villa player was, but my guy physically NBA style boxed out. Like I'm talking, he half tackled Aaron Ramsdale to the ground on a corner. I get it. You can, you have to treat goalies like a member, uh, like uh, like the 11th player on the field. But there needs to be some form of a grace where he has to be able to make some attempt at the ball. My guy was bodied to the ground that where the Olympico happened. So, um, yeah, I this game probably could have ended just two nothing, but I, Arsenal got the win. So good on Arsenal. They have a very big matchup coming up this weekend. Uh, JD, really quickly, transfer wise, Dan James confirmed Fulham player that has officially gone through. Next game, let's talk about it. Manchester City six, Nottingham Forest zero. JD Erling Holland cool. is turning. Cool. Yeah, he is turning our league into the farmers league okay i am not okay with this okay we are supposed to be the most competitive league in the world last week y'all fucking beat some poor child of a football club nine nothing and now man city are beating team six nothing jd stop it okay we are supposed to be the most competitive league in the world 
I am tired of this. We are not the Bundesliga. This is not Bayern Munich. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's what City can do against, you know, a team like Nottingham Forest right now. I think I think that team can have a lot of success. Nottingham Forest can have a lot of success this season. They're just not going to do it against Manchester City. It, 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 there's in no realm of possibilities that going to happen. I know I was a little tipsy last week, and I put $5 on Nottingham Forest to win this game. And that would have won me like $300. Um, I, I didn't expect that to pay off. That was just a, a fun little thing. Um, yeah, uh, this was just completely expected. Erling Holland, people that said he would be a flop, come on. Like, uh, come on. Did you really expect that? Back-to-back hat-tricks now. He has nine goals in the league this season after four games now. He has, so let's just put this in perspective. Teams he has more goals than. Brighton, Manchester United, Leeds, Fulham, Southampton, Chelsea, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, West Ham, Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth, Everton, Wolves, Aston Villa, and Leicester. That is three-fourths of the Premier League. He has more goals than But, he, but he, here's a fun stat. Liverpool scored the same amount of goals he has this entire season in, in one, one game. game. <laughs> How many times am I going to hear that on this podcast this year? So, yeah, uh, <laughs> confirm Nottingham Forest uh, SOS. Uh, nah, I, I, they have so many new guys. I think it's gonna take them a month or two. I'm a fish. But, um, I'm a, they'll, they'll get a win. They'll get wins here and there. They'll get they'll get good draws. I, I think they'll stay up. West Ham won. Tottenham won in a game that was extremely extremely evenly matched. Um, Tottenham's really own only good opportunity coming in off an own goal, and Thomas Suchek getting on the goal sheet. Hey, we almost forgot about that guy. Uh, yeah, Potato salad, yeah, man. Um, JD, I don't know if I have thoughts on this game. Tottenham did not look electric even in the slightest. And West Ham, I mean, West Ham were good for West Ham. I mean, honestly, they did more with the ball with less, if that makes any sense. They only commanded 38% possession, but absolutely played a better game, in my opinion. They had better opportunities. So, I mean, maybe I feel a little hard done if you're a West Ham fan. You kind of wanted more from this game. But outside of that, you know... I don't know. What are you thinking? Yeah, fuck Tottenham. Literally, they should be winning this game all all day long. I had them in my fucking parlay, and they're the, they're the reason I missed out on like forty bucks from like a two dollar bet. Um, they're literally the only leg I, that that was. This was the leg I missed, and I I don't know. I Tottenham. This is what happens sometimes with this team. They just fail to dazzle. And they, they scrounge out a fucking point against West Ham, which right now they should be beating 4-0. I, I don't know. So I don't know, man. I, good good, good for West Ham at this point, yeah. getting a point against one of the big guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah you, you take that all day right now, early on in the yeah, season. That's... Hey, you know what? Again, these early points, they can go a long way towards the end of the season. So, J.D., though, we are on to, uh, honestly, a very, very exciting game with a very exciting finish. Liverpool 2, Newcastle 1. Alexander Isak getting his first goal in his first appearance at Newcastle. But uh, a goal from Roberto Firmino, which, by the way, J.D., a question I'm going to ask, but I'll wait until the end. Uh, A goal from Roberto Firmino, and then a goal from the new guy, Fabio Carvajal getting the game winner off of a scrappy goal in front of the box in the 98th minute. JD, you left Hell it. Yeah. You left it late. 
but you got all three points. How? What's your honest feeling coming from this game? Um, it was dirty, and I love it. I w- I wish it wasn't a thing, but I fucking love did it. Did you need? Um, did you need to shower post game? Yeah, I, I I needed a new pair of underwear, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Henderson is kind of shit. Um, <laughs> he also also. Like, I'm not saying Trent's shit, but he's the reason that first goal went in because his pass was just awful. And it's funny to say that because, like, I'm not really trashing him because he he messed up the cross-heel pass that he makes 99 out of 100 times, which is hard to say. Like, literally a full cross-field, you know, pass to Robertson. He makes that 99 out of 100 times the one fucking time he hits it way too low and it gets intercepted, turns into a goal. Like, I yeah, like, it sucks. But, you know, whatever. Um, Isak is, looks like a great signing for Newcastle. I think he's going to be, I think he's going to ball out in this league. Um, but, yeah, uh, Liverpool get it done in the 98th minute of 95, or uh, in the 98th minute of five minutes of extra time. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I, it, it's, it, it's it, it was a good game. Um, I don't know what else to say. Fabio Carvalho. He's, he's going to ball out. Uh, anybody saying, like, oh, they added three extra time, extra minutes after the five minutes of extra time didn't watch the game because Joel Linton, Nick Pope, everyone on Newcastle, massive time wasting in extra time. I just – I it, it can't it can't be understated. There could have been an extra five minutes after the after the five minutes of extra time for time wasting. So, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a great result in the end. It was tough. Um, this this is good. After the 9-0, and then now to win a gritty 2-1 game, um, I think Liverpool can use this. I'm not saying, like, they, they're still not doing very well, I think, overall, but they can use this. Hey, you know what? These are the points that determine Champions League, not Champions League. Walking away from this game would have one point, I felt like Liverpool would have been disappointed because... Yeah, this was an evenly fought game to a point, but Liverpool were the better team. Like, this, they deserved this goal. They deserved all three points. Yeah, did they leave it late? Sure. But you know what? You gotta do what you gotta do, and just, eh, we'll, 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 we'll get to it. But, JD, one final question I had for you. Roberto Firmino might be on the best form he's ever been with, with Liverpool, uh, Darwin. He's playing for new. Yeah. Con- he's playing for new. Yeah, con- I, I'm sorry, Dar. Well, Darwin. No, my question to you is: Darwin Nunes is coming back from his suspension next uh, during the weekend. JD, who starts that striker? Um, I see. Personally, I think Nunes should start, but I wouldn't be the way Klopp has operated in the past. I wouldn't be surprised if Klopp puts Firmino in to start and takes him off in the 60th minute to bring in Nunes. But I, I think I think Firmino is going to be a perfect impact sub this season. I, I think overall. Yeah. So, uh, final game of the weekend happened today, Thursday, as we are recording. Manchester United one, Leicester City nothing. JD, this is back to back road wins, back to back clean sheets for Manchester United. The first time they've done that since last September or last December, I might add, with the back to back road wins. Three straight wins after starting the season two, with two losses. Um, 
I'll be honest, from a Manchester United fan, this is kind of a carbon copy of what happened in the Southampton game. Yes, they owned a lot more of the ball, and yes, they had more chances, but you had one flash in the pan, one really good goal from Jaden Sancho, and then a, a bunch of good opportunities that never led to anything. I'm happy as a Manchester United fan to see that there is some form of a game plan. People seem to know what they're doing. People seem to know their roles. You got Casemiro, who got good minutes today, and he played well when he was on the field. You know, there's there's good. There's good happening around Manchester United. This is back-to-back -back clean sheets, which, by the way, was the first time we've had back-to-back -back clean sheets, I think, in years with Manchester United, if I'm not mistaken. So things are going in the correct direction, but I want to flip this as well. Holy shit, Lester, panic button. If you're not slamming that thing, I, I everything about Leicester needs to be flipped. They they had the ability to counterattack Manchester United multiple times today and just didn't. They had the ability to run at one on, on at one on one defending and didn't. Leicester, panic the fuck button. Hit it. Don't stop hitting it. But hey, as a Manchester United fan, JD, I am ecstatic. Three straight wins, and now we go into another top six matchup over the weekend. Uh, how are you feeling after seeing this result? Um, yeah, I see. Here's the thing. I I think, or no, I don't think I'm looking at the stats. Leicester actually had more possession. They had more passes. They had more shots. Um, their passing actually was better. They had half of the fouls United did. United was fouling the shit out of Leicester, and. Honestly, Leicester did not look as bad as they have previously in the season. I think they just did not take their chances very well with the amount of free kicks they had. I think James Madison had like three, or not just James Madison. I know he had two good shots on goal. De Gea, you know, producing a great save from the one, and then Dewsbury Hall not really testing um, De Gea in, with the first one. But I... I actually think Leicester played better than they had previously this season. I think United, honestly, and I'm not putting them down. I, I think they're playing Sean Dyche, Brexit, Burnley football. Got to start somewhere, baby. They they are they are locking, quote unquote, locking it down defensively and hitting on the counter and grinding out you know one no wins, which is not the worst way to go about it, but. If you keep doing it, you're not going to impress a lot yeah, of people. It's that's the thing. It's I it's I, it's a rebuild. Like I, I I I as much as I want Manchester United to be this exciting, really beautiful, big thing, like it's it's a rebuild. There's nothing else to it. You are bringing in fresh players for the first time. I'm glad Anthony got across the line. I'm glad you know United seemed to have some form of a culture building, but it's it, it's I don't know. For me, JD, I, I don't know. I'll let you go into a little bit because I'll have my time to talk about it later. I'll let you go into it. But JD, Anthony coming in, Casemiro coming in, you have Martinez and you have Varane kind of now beginning to build a culture of the back line. What are you thinking is... It, Man United have to be clearly going in the right direction here, right? Yeah. Um, it, it's, the signings are, they look fine. Like, I, Casemiro is, the, the amount of money they paid for him, I, that's questionable. But at the same time, he is a world-class player, so like, whatever. 
Um, Veron is going to turn out to be a, you know, a good center back signing. But again, like I think the big thing with United is they're, they used to be all about the youth academy. They used to be all about the youth system, bringing players up. And while they do do that very occasionally, like, you know, look at Rashford, but um, I don't know. I, I feel like they're, they're spending a lot of money on, you know, stopgap short-term fixes, which can be beneficial to a point, but like, I, I don't know. Anthony is just, I, Anthony's going to be good, but he'll, he'll score, you know, five to 10 goals, but that's not going to justify his price tag. And that's, that's the problem with some of these signings. Like, I don't think that some of the signings are going to justify their price tag. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's it's okay for United. I you need basically you need to be beating Leicester in their form. You need to be beating them more than one 0 And if if United continues to grind to grind out these Burnley like one 0 wins where they score early and sit back and counter, I just I it's not it's just it's not gonna impress anybody. No. Which where United is on the you know the center stage where they should be impressing people. And I'm not disagreeing with you. At all, I am not disagreeing with you. I think Manchester United, it just it's going to take time. Like, I'm hoping by the middle to end of the season, the finished product is starting to show its true face because it's you have exciting pieces. Jane Sancho starting to look really good. Goals, two goals in three games. This is this is big for Jaden Sancho. Marcus Rashford looked a lot better today than he did over the weekend. Uh I just, uh, we'll we'll get into it down the line, but it looks like Cristiano Ronaldo is staying at Manchester United, and I, we'll talk about that another day to see if that helps or hurts this Manchester United side. But guys, really quickly, we'll get into the picks now. Uh, from last week, JD got three correct picks, I got six, the fans got four, leading the, fan, the total to me with 27, the fans with 23, and JD with 22. Way too much time left to predict any form of a winner there but JD we are going to start I'm going to kick it off with you we are going to start Saturday morning the first game which I think is cruel and unusual punishment Leicester uh, I'm sorry Everton are going to be hosting Liverpool Football Club JD it would be awfully rude if I didn't let you go first and my question to you is how many goals will Liverpool score (laughs) Well, my first thought is, why the fuck is this not the twelve thirty game? Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't understand. You have, you have six games all at ten o'clock in the morning on Saturday, and then the twelve thirty game is Man City Aston Villa. Why is the Merseyside Derby at seven thirty? Like, I, I know again, I know it's in England, so it's it's twelve thirty, so it's actually you know a great time there. But why would this not be the prime, the prime mm. game? The marquee game of the weekend, like I, it, it astounds me. But like, to to the game itself, I mean, Everton are probably going to beat the shit out. Of, or sorry, Liverpool are probably going to beat the shit out of Everton. I, I, I Darwin Nuna is going to be back. Um, I don't know. I Everton suck. Uh, there probably will be a red card from Everton. I'm assuming they're going to foul the shit out of somebody. Pickford, uh, the criminal, um, is is probably going to be abused like no other from the stands um honestly i never wish for you know a player to injure another player but i would love like a liverpool guy just to you know have a really late slide in on pickford's knees um 
he deserves it. So yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm. So he's a piece so, of shit. So Liverpool. I'm gonna I'm gonna write down Liverpool. Um and uh, for you, um, over under a goal differential of four, four and a half. Four, no, three and a half. Three and a half. An over-under goal differential of three and a half. Um, under. I think it's a 2-0 win. Ooh. Keeping it fancy. Um, The fans, Liverpool... It's, yeah. it's at Goodison yeah. Park, yeah. so... The fans, Liverpool, myself, Liverpool. Um, The only reason why I think this game is this early is because I think just maybe NB... I'm sorry, USA. USA now. Um, They don't want to put a bloodbath on at 1230. I'll be honest. Well, the twelve thirty game would have been on NBC anyway. Okay, so. whatever it ends up being, I don't think they want to put a bloodbath on national television. Bro, yeah, like Man City, Aston Villa, that is going to be a bloodbath. First bath. of all, Man City versus anyone is a bloodbath right now. Okay, like God, man. Well, any you know, Burnmouth versus anybody good is a bloodbath. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> except they're playing Nottingham yeah, Forest. So yeah, it yeah, won't I'm, be. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's like it's gonna be a bloodbath, and it's like Uno reverse card. Uh, yeah, so Liverpool across the board. Uh, next game, Brentford is going to be hosting Leeds United. The fans are going to be going with Leeds. I I don't. I think this game will be a draw. I think Brentford have done just enough to earn the respect of at least myself. And I, I, I think Leeds are good for a goal. But the issue you have here is Leeds, I don't know where the goals are coming from right now. Uh, I think they can get a goal from Brendan Aronson. I think they can get a goal from Jack Harrison. I think they can get goals from other places, but it hasn't been proven yet because Rodrigo is the goal-getter on this club, and now we don't know when his return is. But at the same time, Brentford haven't been phenomenal, but they've at least earned my respect to put in a very good performance at home. That's why I have him as a draw. JD, what are you thinking? Yeah, for everything you just said, draw. Perfect. This is a very even matchup. This game is interesting. Chelsea Football Club are going to be hosting West Ham. JD. Fuck this game. Fuck this game. For, yeah. Fuck this game for this one yeah. reason and one reason alone. Fuck this game because this game should be good. This game should be phenomenal. This game should be prime time glued to my eyeballs good. This game is probably going to suck, and not because it's two good teams going at each other. You have a West Ham team who has struggled very, very much. And then you have a Chelsea team who clearly still don't know how to put together a full game plan. Uh, I don't. Uh, Lucas Paqueta might be available uh, for West Ham up to this point, but all these new Chelsea signings might not be available, like Aubameyang and all these other people might not be available by the weekend. So... I, I don't know what 11v11 I'm going to get, and that's why I'm going with a draw. I'm just so uncertain on who can do what. I don't trust either of these teams to pull out a good performance. I'm just leaving it as a draw. JD, what are you thinking? I I think West Ham pull one here. Ooh. Just, just to, Honestly, just to disagree with you on the picks, um, I, I would have gone draw if you didn't. Um, I think West Ham sneak one. I would love it. Chelsea suck. I would personally, like, as a personal love of just the game, I would love West Ham to go into the blue side of London and steal three points. Uh, but the fans, they are going with Chelsea. Uh, no surprise there. Uh, next game, you have Newcastle going up against Crystal Palace. JD, what are we thinking? Um, I think Newcastle did look pretty good against Liverpool at times. 
Um, I, Liverpool do play that really high line, so the, and they can be beaten on that. So, I it it depends on who they're playing. So I, I think Newcastle should beat Crystal Palace at home. So I'm gonna go with them. But but Palace have surprised me at every turn this season. So I I don't know. I'm gonna go Newcastle, but I wouldn't be surprised if if it, if it was a draw. So. The fans are going to be going to Newcastle, and JD, I'm agreeing with the lot of you. I think Newcastle's the safe bet. They're home. Crystal Palace have been good, but I think Newcastle at home might be the difference. Um, we still don't know yet if Alan St. Maximum will be available for this game, so we'll have to see. Uh, next game coming up, uh, this is another one of those, like, kind of fuck these games kind of thing. Uh, Nottingham Forest versus uh, Bortmouth. Um Man, both of these teams have been absolutely just beaten and bruised recently. The fans are going to be going with Nottingham Forest. I, as well, am going to be going with Nottingham Forest strictly because they're the home team. That is the deciding factor. I have no other reason to choose Forest outside of the fact that they just happen to be the home team that day. JD, what are we thinking? Draw. I, I think Bournemouth... Also coming off a draw, um, and, and Forrest just, you know, getting their feet with all their new signings. I think this will be a very boring draw. Okay, let's see what happens. Uh, next game coming up, Tottenham versus Fulham. It's a London derby. I'm going to be going with Tottenham. I think the, the, the little slip-up last week against West Ham, I think they correct that. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for... Um, you know, for Harry Kane and Son, who, by the way, we are now a few games in. We are five games in. Young Ming Sun has no goals. When are we going to start talking about that? But he, yeah, my 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 fantasy team is fucking suffering. Yeah. Okay. Seriously, like, come on, help us all out here. Uh, this is my first round goddamn draft pick, and that's a safe pick. That's like basically like it is a safe pick. That's the, that's the problem. Like, I was very confident in that. Pick. Like you get Youngming Sun as your first overall pick, like as your first round pick, well, and you're thinking good things. What's what sucks is that I th- I think I picked fourth, and so I missed out basically on Salah, uh, Holland, and De Bruyne. Like that's that that's who went, you know, one through three. So Sun is the right pick at four. But like, fuck me! I could have gotten Harry Kane. I, I, I mean, like that's. I mean, I feel like Kane and Son are like you know interchangeable at that point. But I don't know. No, I. I this yeah. game, who knows? Yeah, I, I. I don't. I honestly don't fucking care about this game. Literally, Tottenham are gonna. They're at home, so they'll probably win. But like, Mitrovic is gonna be an absolute cunt. How many times have I said that word on this episode? I like never say that word. I'm just feeling hey, it today. Hey, he brings out the best in you. But uh, the fans as well, like I like I said, the fans, myself, everyone is going Tottenham. Next game, Wolves are hosting Southampton. JD, I'll have you kick this one off first. Both of these teams made a couple deadline moves, so the team, the, the starting 11s might be a little shaken up. What are you thinking? The, the draw. The, the the most obvious draw of this weekend. Uh, this game is going to absolutely blow. Uh, this is awful. It's just such a shitty match. I don't care about the moves each team made. They didn't like really do anything. I yeah yeah no the fan uh, no no yeah. draw. I'm gonna call it right there. The fans are agreeing with you. I am not. I think Southampton played Manchester United phenomenally, and I think they played Chelsea phenomenally as well. I anticipate Southampton will go 
two wolves and grab all three points. This one's going to be easy. Manchester City are going away to Aston Villa. This was the only game of the week and so far the only game of the season, JD, where the fans went 100% to a team. And of course, it's Manchester City. I am going with Manchester City. JD, what are we thinking? Dude, I got to do it anytime. Anytime the fans go 100%. Stevie G does it. Oh my God. He does it at home. Aston Villa get the win. I'm just doing it for the points. I know you're like, doing it. I know you're doing it for the points, and you're doing it for the content. I love that you're doing it for these reasons, but goddamn it, JD, this is. Even if Aston Villa at some point was up in this game three to one in like the 60th minute, oh yeah, minute, no, they'd be up three nothing, and I would, and and they would be up three nothing, and Manchester City's like betting odds would still be negative yeah, to win. Yeah, I. 100. percent I'll never forgive myself for not going in a few weeks ago. Uh, Brighton are going to be hosting Leicester City Football Club. I'm going to go first on this one. Brighton all the way. Relegate Leicester. JD, all you, my guy. Uh, yeah, Brighton are going to beat Leicester at home. That's no nothing else to talk about. As well, the fans agree. Brighton is the way to go. Now the final game of the weekend. It is the marquee matchup in the Premier League this weekend. Undefeated Arsenal go to Old Trafford to play the resurgent Manchester United football club. Uh, the fans are going to go first. The fans are going with Arsenal football club. They're going to go with the safe bet. They're going to go with the hot team. Let me just adjust myself here. I'm sorry. I'm just hear me out. Hear me out. Man United are going to win. The reason being is Arsenal have not yet faced a defense like what Manchester United has brought to the table. The defense has probably been the best feature since Martinez and Varane have been the center-back pairing. You are home, which is a factor in a game like this. I need Cristiano Ronaldo to start. This is a game where I need Cristiano Ronaldo to start. I like Rashford at the number nine, but I need I need Cristiano Ronaldo to be the guy today. Because, like, this is the game that you keep him on the schedule for. If Cristiano Ronaldo starts, Manchester United walk away with all three points. And I think with how thin they are at the striker position and the fact that Rashford's played two full 90-minute games... Uh, this week alone, I think Cristiano Ronaldo will probably get the start, which in return means Manchester United will get the dub. Uh, yeah, I am drinking the Kool-Aid, boys and girls, and it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt so bad when I have to replay this on fucking Monday, preparing for talking about how uh, Arsenal beat Man United 3-1. to So, JD, what are we thinking to finish up the week? A couple things. Um, so... If Ronaldo starts, you're just going to get, like, three bicycle attempts from him that don't need them, um, just like he did in the game today. But if, two of them, like, but if one or two of them go in, it's worth it, man. Like, But they're not, not going to go in. Like, I, he, is, he is a little old. I, I'm not saying he is not a world-class player still. I just, I, I think he's trying too hard. And him not starting is not helping, where when he does come on, he tries way too hard. Where it, it kind of it, it doesn't help the team, um, where he's just demanding the ball and he's you know I, he's trying to, he's trying outlandish goals like you know whatever but 
maybe you're right. If he starts, it'll be better. But like, I don't know. I, I, I just, I think you get you you get him away from games at this point. The fact that he didn't leave is concerning to United. I think as a whole, um, because now now you kind of have to play him, whether that's as a starter or or as an impact sub. I just, I don't know, man. I have Arsenal winning this game all day. I think Gabriel Jesus is going to terrorize Manchester United's defense. Yeah. I think Martin Odegaard's passes well, into Gabby oh, Jesus with, with Martinelli well, like, so, overlapping. I, I, think, I think the way Arsenal hasn't played anybody good yet, I don't think United have really... Exp- I think Liverpool... You caught Liverpool in an injury crisis in an off day. I'll say they were they were not good that day. Yeah. I think Arsenal on form are way better than Liverpool. I, I think I, I think Arsenal not, are going to terrorize United defense United's defense. And God forbid a header comes in. Like Martinez cannot keep keep cannot. keep dogging my boy's height. Keep dogging my boy's height. Okay. I w- I will I will until 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 a stat comes out where he's actually attempted more than like five aerial my, duels after five. My games. boy gonna win. The- he doesn't attempt them. People talk about his aerial duel success. He doesn't attempt them. So the ones he attempts aren't aren't contested. Like I just that is such a loaded yeah, stat. Yeah, I'm sorry because he just doesn't attempt. Them. I don't listen. So when he does, it's it's uncontested. I don't listen like, I, to words. I read stats and the stats. Bro, literally. Don't got scored on by Ben Me in the first week. Like I, that's oh on oh, timeout. Timeout. If you get scored time on out, by Ben Me, timeout. 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 Like, timeout. He got out jumped by Ben. That's Mee. when my man Raphael Varane wasn't in the lineup. Okay, you watch yourself. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just yeah, saying. Like no. Martinez no. lost out a header to no. Ben Me and, and got no. scored. On. At this point in my entire life, I should never ever have to see Harry Maguire ever again. Like I, they didn't even pan him on the bench. In this game, bro, like, just wait. Just wait till Martinez just gets rounded by by anybody. What will it take? Just oh, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is me, and this the, is the gifts will the gifts will to be there. finish this podcast. JD, you are Martinez's number one hater. You have to be. What will it take for you to go? Hey. The boys got skills. What will it take, JD? I want to know the minimum requirement for you to be like, hey, he's pretty good at playing this soccer thing. Um, a loan deal to Marseille. How is that? Yeah, because you want him out of the Premier League because you're terrified of him. That's it. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's it. Totally. Confirmed. JD. Totally. Yeah. No, yep. confirmed. confirmed. Yep. JD pissing his pants, scared about. No, 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 no. I, I would call him a good player if if he if he like, left the train wreck of Manchester United. I would love nothing more than to him for him to stay. I, I think he will be found out. So, right, well, I don't well, know. well, hey, time is an undefeated human be- uh, is an undefended uh, undefeated entity uh we have c- i have now completely flipped through the only news coming from twitter at least coming from twitter is that the obama yang deal is completely done he is in a chelsea uniform so as we end the podcast that is what we know the podcast has ended now at like around 7 30 eastern standard time so if you're listening to this tomorrow and go hey why didn't they talk about that take a look at what time it came out and then you'll know if we talked about it or not so Guys, we apologize. It was another late one, but we shouldn't be doing any more of these. It was just a loaded episode with a lot of reviews, previews, and transfers. JD, what's going on? Um, should we, uh, you know, promote 
the extra oh. work we're going to do oh, tonight? Oh, yes. So, if you happen to know, this is just, just for those in the know, JD happens to be a Philadelphia Union fan. I happen to be a team of a fa- uh, a fan of a team that plays in Harrison, New Jersey. They happen to be oh, yeah, so what? <laughs> they, they happen to be playing this weekend at the stadium Harrison, New Jersey. Uh, JD and I will not be talking about that game. We usually like to talk about Union Red Bull, but hey, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to listen to the Dupe by the River podcast. Should be available the same day as you are listening to this. JD and I will be guests on that podcast, as we usually are when the Red Bull and the Union uh, go up against each other. Uh, we'll be talking about matchups, we'll be talking about lineups, and we'll be making score predictions. So, guys, make sure that you guys are checking out the Dupe by the River podcast podcast uh it's available everywhere if i'm not mistaken uh if not just go right to their social media page they always uh record the video live and then just put it on their social media anyway so if anything go to their twitter and it will be available there as well so guys thank you again for all so much all the love again we apologize for running the episode long again we promise that that is going to be stopping by the next episode just a lot going on we want to make sure you guys are completely in the know before you guys get ready for a wonderful Friday and a wonderful weekend, both in the English Premier League and in the MLS. So guys, uh, remember once again, uh, give us a follow on Instagram. That is where you can be up to date with all the EPL boys information as well. Make sure that you are subscribing and giving us a five-star review on any podcasting platform that you are listening us to whether it's the first time or the 164th time please make sure you are hitting that subscribe button and make sure you are leaving that five-star review it goes the longest of ways so guys for jd my name is matt i want you to be safe i want you to be well and we will see you guys next time